Good evening. I'm Joe Harvey. He was born on the 3rd of January, 1892, in Bloemfontein in the Orange Free State to Arthur, an English bank manager, and his wife Mabel. As a child, he was bitten by a large baboon spider in the garden, an event some think later echoed in his stories, although he admitted no actual memory of the event and no special hatred of spiders as an adult. When he was three, he went to England with his mother and brother on what was intended to be a lengthy family visit. His father, however, died in South Africa of rheumatic fever before he could join them. This left the family without an income, so his mother took him to live with her parents in Kings Heath, Birmingham. Soon after, in 1896, they moved to Sarenhall, which is now in Hall Green, then a Worcestershire village, later annexed to Birmingham. He enjoyed exploring Sarenhall and Mosley Bog and the Clint, Licky, and Malvern Hills, which would later inspire scenes in his books, along with nearby towns and villages such as Bromsgrove, Alcester, and Alvachurch, and places such as his Aunt Jane's Farms of Bag End, the name of which he used in his fiction. Mabel taught him a great deal of botany and awakened in him the enjoyment of the look and feel of plants. The young man liked to draw landscapes and trees, but his favorite lessons were those concerning languages, and his mother taught him the rudiments of Latin very early. He could read by the age of four and could write fluently soon afterwards. He disliked Treasure Island and the Pied Piper and thought Alice's Adventures in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll was amusing but disturbing. In addition, the quote-unquote fairy books of Andrew Lang were particularly important to him and their influence is apparent in some of his later writings. In 1904, at the age of 12, his mother died of acute diabetes at Fern Cottage in Rednall, which she was renting. After his mother's death, he grew up in the Edgebaston area of Birmingham and attended King Edward's School, Birmingham, and later St. Philip's School. In Edgebaston, he lived there in the shadow of Parrot's Folly and the Victorian Tower of Edgebaston, Waterworks, which may have influenced the images of the dark towers within his works. Another strong influence was the romantic medievalist paintings of Edward Burne Jones and the Pre-Raphaelite Brotherhood. The Birmingham Museum and Art Gallery had a large collection of works on public display. While in his early teens, he had his first encounter with a constructed language, Animalic, an invention of his cousins Mary and Marjorie Inclendon. At that time, he was studying Latin and Anglo-Saxon. Interest in the language soon died away, but Mary and others, including he himself, invented a new and more complex language called Nevbosch. The next constructed language he came up with, Nefarin, would be his own creation. He graduated from Exeter College, Oxford, with a first-class honors degree in English language and literature. He was greatly influenced by his travels in Switzerland and its landscapes. In 1916, he married Edith Mary Brett. During World War I, he was assigned the role of signal officer. During this time, he contracted trench foot on numerous occasions and finally arrived back in England in 1916. During World War II, he was earmarked as a codebreaker. Queen Elizabeth II gave him the commander of the Order of the British Empire in 1972. With his aptitude of languages, he had learnt Danish, Dutch, French, German, Gothic, Greek, Italian, Latin, Lombardic, Middle and Old English, Old Norse, Norwegian, Russian, Serbian, Spanish, Swedish, Welsh, and Medieval Welsh. He left a significant body of work unpublished, which his son Christopher later published. This included The Silmarillion, The History of Middle-Earth, and Unfinished Tales. In one sense, he was a typical conservative. He was highly critical of the Stalinist and Hitler regimes, but he also had a strong libertarian streak and once said, quote, My political opinions lean more and more to anarchy. Unquote. His Lord of the Rings books alone have sold over 150 million copies. In 1973, he was buried at Wolvercote Cemetery next to his wife, Edith. His name was John Ronald Ruel Tolkien, better known as J.R.R. Tolkien.